Thank you for joining this 35th edition of the Barcelona Virtual European Marketing Podcast. Today, we finish Season 3. Exactly, Alba. We'll wrap up the year 2021 with a surprising yet pragmatic vision of the future. We'll be talking with Edgar Grignan, developer, data analyst, and our chief innovation officer. I'm really looking forward to it, Paul. In the day-to-day of the agency, Edgar is often so busy, especially as director of the BV Innovation Lab. (laughs) You're absolutely right. As a most veteran member of our leadership team, he's usually submerged in complex smart data projects, as well as looking ahead so that we can anticipate changes that will impact our clients. So he's definitely on top of the trends. How will he focus his crystal ball today? You know, when we prepared for this edition, we wanted to highlight the evolution of technologies most people aren't yet aware of. So we will not be talking about AI, big data, or the latest in MarTech. We will be looking at Web 3.0, the rise of cryptocurrencies, and the new blockchain-based privacy, among other things. No robots? Hmm, well, maybe. But no spoilers, okay? And since it is Christmas, who knows, perhaps our favorite German intern just might pop by with some of her homemade Leibkuchen. Wunderbar! Shall we begin? The following content is brought to you by Derby Hotels Collection, European luxury hotels. Enjoy a special 10% discount in London, Barcelona and Madrid with the code BVAlexa at DerbyHotels.com. Welcome back to the studio, Edgar. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. To begin with, the past two years have completely transformed the world in so many ways, and technology has been at the center of most of it. Voice, algorithms, privacy, biometrics. We all have discovered that digital transformation really, well, it it transforms things. So, Edgar, how do you feel companies are doing? Is it total chaos, or have they been well-prepared? I believe that the past two years have been very challenging for most companies, and that led to a more conservative approach of business. Some had to leave innovation on ice, whilst others saw themselves forced to embrace it as the only way to survive. However, now we are starting to see more stability and there are a lot of opportunities for growth that many companies have missed out on. They will have to catch up fast in order to remain being relevant to their customers. Hello, Edgar. George here. Can you think of a way that might help such companies make up for lost time? Well, fortunately, not all the new technologies have a long, steep learning curve. For example, voice is a great opportunity for any company whose customers might be digitally more advanced. Such consumers need information that is fast, hands-free, and personalized. There are already millions of Europeans interacting with voice marketing, and it's a solution that can be deployed rapidly. When we plan our user-centric strategies here in the agency, a key element we consider is always DL, digital lifestyle. That's to say, understanding how our brand's most profitable customers use tech, which channels they can be reached on, and even where they might be hiding from us. Uh, For example, Fortnite, esports, virtual worlds, etc. So that makes me think, what new platforms, social apps, biometrics, ways to shop, or any other new ways of living digitally do you see coming? I believe that in the next two years, we will see the adoption of Web3 and cryptocurrencies rising as a mainstream method of payment. 
and in five to seven years from now, metaverses will play a big role on how we spend our time. Not only playing or experiencing things. Keep in mind, the metaverse is not a game. I foresee people doing serious business and people whose full-time job will be inside of the metaverse. I truly like that idea. I could easily imagine myself working 100% in the metaverse. It will also have a social impact, creating all kinds of communities, architectural spaces, new forms of art, style of dress, and at some point, even creating traditions. Very much what we experienced in Barcelona Virtual during the five years we had an island in Second Life, but more evolved and mature. It's going to be interesting to see how this will affect the way we interact with our digital world. Oh yes, I remember that very well. <laughs> As the metaverse evolves, it will be crucial now for brands to know how to enter such worlds and also, and most importantly, how to join the conversation. Well, Edgar, I, I have to confess, this interview with you is going far too quickly for my taste. <laughs> so much fascinating innovation lies ahead. On another topic, you've spoken to me about the Web 3.0 phenomenon and how that will radically change the internet this decade. Could you tell us more about this? I wouldn't say radical per se. Web 3 is not a substitute, but rather a complement to the internet we know and use today. It will enable the use of technologies like decentralized apps, smart contracts, blockchain, and cryptocurrencies directly from the browser. It's a large topic to cover in a flash briefing, but essentially decentralization is at the core of Web3, giving more power back to the people, owning your own data, having self-sovereign identity without having to relay your data to big tech companies like Google, Facebook Meta, or Amazon. How will that affect e-commerce? In the last five years, we've seen big changes thanks to NFC contactless devices, mobile payments, and new intermediaries such as Amazon Pay or Apple Pay. Looking ahead, I think it's a perfect time for companies to start accepting cryptocurrencies as a payment method for their products or services, as Web3 makes it very easy. Consumers and brands will trade seamlessly via digital wallets. Yeah, you know, I think you're, what you're saying here is that we're truly going to see an automated AI-driven world that will go faster and faster and faster. And some people I know are already paying in Bitcoin using QR codes. Well, it's not all bells and whistles either. Decentralization means that each one of us will have another layer of responsibility. You are on your own on many aspects. Could you explain what you mean by that? I'd be glad to. Each user will create and manage his identity in a decentralized network. This means that when she creates this identity, the data that links her as the owner of this ID is saved in a crypto wallet. Applications later then ask each user for permissions to access this crypto wallet in order to use the personal data that he or she has chosen to share with them. That sounds so perfectly planned but there's still a security issues, aren't there? Sure, cybersecurity always concerns me too, George. If your wallet is stolen or lost, then you are right, you are fully compromised. Starting today, you should always have a secure backup of your wallet and keep your devices clean of malware. Guys, I've put up helpful links about this in the program notes for this podcast, which is season three, episode nine. You can find them on our blog at blog.bevirtual.com. 
As we wrap up this episode, there's simply one thing I have to ask you. In our lab, we often joke that we go back and forth to the future. In this year of 2021 on social media, there was a huge rise in interest in the research of Nikolas Tesla, who believed a new source of clean energy was possible and even seriously investigated time travel. Seriously? That's amazing. Edgar, what do you think? Do you believe in time travel? Should we? I can only handle one conspiracy at a time, sorry. I'm not a physics PhD, so bear in mind this is just a personal answer. I believe that if we could achieve quantum supremacy among other quantum-related goals, we could eventually achieve time travel at atomic levels. Currently, it's only been claimed to be achievable at subatomic levels. If you're asking about the concept of humans traveling to a more advanced future, I don't believe we will experience it in our lifetime. Okay, Edgar, I, I know what you mean. Uh, and just one more thing, you know, I think between us that Alba was betting that you would be talking a lot about robots, and I also know that she was hoping for some German holiday pastries, too. Alba, you're in luck. I just sent two interesting links to Henry that he's going to put in the program notes in our blog. First of all, Engineered Arts has released what they call hyper-advanced robots who look very realistic and use human facial expressions. They're very cool. Super creepy looking. And the second thing I have my eye on is called dish brain. In Australia, neurons are being studied in petri dishes in order to create living computer chips. So even if we don't achieve time travel, we have more than enough right now to make our journey extremely interesting. Hi guys, I'm Katja from Hamburg. Paul asked me to stop by the studio to wish you Merry Christmas and a happy 2022. To all our listeners, from our entire team. Would you like to try some Lebkuchen? Anyone? to check out our other flash briefings in the podcast section of our blog. Many of the episodes include very interesting chats with European innovators and entrepreneurs. Till then, goodbye from Spain. This flash briefing is brought to you by Barcelona Virtual, a European internet pioneer. To visit us, type the letter B together with virtual.com. That's bvirtual.com.